0: Welcome to Disney Planning Insights Top 3, where we come up with our three best or worst answers to fun Disney categories like favorite restrooms and worst lines to stand in. We pick a new category from the list each week and have 20 seconds to come up with our answers. Join in on the fun by posting your answers in the comment section below or by submitting a category on our website at patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Now into this week's episode. After a quick ad from our friends at Anchor. Business trip. Oh, uh, sure the people. Who wrong. <laughs> it tingle a little bit. All right, what's going on, everybody? It is the DPI podcast, and it is Top Three time. If you haven't been part of the Top Three episode before. Peter and I are going to randomly draw a top three question and we have 20 seconds to figure out what our favorite three or what our least favorite three. That hat is sharp. This Um, is my
1: favorite hat and I got it at the pro shop that you can totally walkable distance from the Polynesian. I just thought sitting over here, I was like, this is my favorite hat. It's got the Magnolia, the Palm, and golfing, like this is my new. This is my new <laughs> there you new go. Football.
0: There you go. All right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to draw a chip out of the bag. We're going to line it up with a question. We're going to give you our answers. If you don't like our answers, you think you got better answers. Put them down in the comments. Let us know what you think. Yes, Shannon. Yes, Shannon. <laughs> you with your
1: 37 N's and four A's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, And if you have a top three uh, idea that you want to share with us, go over to the website. It's scrolling down at the bottom. But if you're on the podcast, patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. It's up in the top right-hand corner. And submit one today. So let's see what today's number is going to be. And it is going to be number 11. Number 11 is going to line up with, and I'm actually like ready in everything today. Actually, one that I was looking at a little bit earlier. Number 11 is the top thrill rides at Walt Disney World.
1: Something you were looking at earlier, meaning you've planned your. This is
0: ridiculous. No, uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's I not. A it, it, no, it's not ridiculous. You're 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 out of your you're out of your mind. I just was I was adding things to the top three list earlier, uh, and I noticed that that was on there. So uh, shut up
1: and planning your first trip and getting overwhelmed by all the details. Planning your next trip and just want some new suggestions on things you haven't tried. Contact me at Princesses and the
0: Mouse Travel, and I'd love to work with you planning your next trip to the most magical place on earth. You can contact Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel on Facebook at p a t m Disney Travel. All right, we have top three thrill rides tonight. Um, I we we were kind of jawing at each other during the fir- the twenty seconds. <laughs> He's got his, I've got my. Peter, go ahead and go first. What's your what's your number? No, three? you're going
1: first. You're going first. Okay, you called it. <laughs>
0: number three for me number three for me is rock and roller coaster um over at hollywood studios fantastic the only upside down roller coaster at walt disney world um great ride aerosmith does the soundtrack at least for the time being there are some rumors that aerosmith may be going away here real soon um but great ride um good cue Get to see yourself on a on a, a concert poster. Um, the pre-show is really neat, and then you you board your limo, and you have a maglev um, launch into you know a good twisted track for a roller coaster. No, not maglev launch. It's a it's a pulley launch, but whatever. Zero to sixty, gets you going pretty quick, and it's it's a lot of fun. So my number three. Rock and roller coaster. Peter, what's your number three?
1: Uh, I'm going to go immediately adjacent to that with an absolute classic that we can't skip. My daughter affectionately calls it the up down ride. She went on it for her first time as early as I believe five years old and uh, cried the whole time, got off, and then was like, okay, I want to go again. <laughs> like, like one of those experiences. So I'm going to go with hollywood tower of terror and it is uh i mean it's just a classic right and it is been, like, it is so thinking long um obviously over at disneyland it has been converted into guardians of the galaxy mission breakout not, not a lot of people were a huge fan when it was switching over in the same vein as currently what's going on with splash mountain a lot of loyalists were really upset with that But when Disney said that, they did vow that the one at Hollywood Studios would remain unchanged for, uh, I mean, obviously anybody can come in and nix this, but they basically said, no, we're gonna keep it there so that that ride still exists in its purest form. Um, For those of you unfamiliar, Lobby is very macabre feeling as you walk your way into the building, almost like a Haunted Mansion-esque vibe. Pre-show is the Twilight Zone where you're entering an episode, you then walk through this dingy, poor-lit service boiler area, and climb aboard a rusted-out service elevator before getting your ever-living but Jesus. Uh, and here's an interesting thing about that: in the same way that Rock and Roller Coaster Tower of Terror is actually a spring and um, pulley system, Mm -hmm. which is why you're able to get such speeds, even though the maximum drop that you take on that ride is maybe all of like 30 feet. So it's the, the building's only like three or four stories in that tower. You get the incredible speeds because it's made out of springs, rubber bands, and pulleys to quickly jettison you very quickly up very quickly. Very, very thrilling ride. And we'll check in at my number three. There you go. Let me,
0: let me choke myself up here. Um, so my number two, uh, I've, I I went a couple of different places to think about number two, but my number two, I'm going to go over to animal kingdom and go with expedition Everest. Um, again, I'm, I'm a coaster fanatic. and, And when it comes to Disney coasters, this is probably your classic Disney coaster. Um, Great, great queue. Um, You wind through basically a base camp um, for an an expedition up Everest. Everest. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what it is. And then um, the train is very well detailed. Great ride. Um, You encounter the Yeti a couple of times. Just a really good, uh, good ride. Good drop. Good high backwards section. Just, just a lot of, lot of cool, cool features to that coaster that make it, make it a really good ride. It never goes over thirty-five miles per hour, but you feel like you are flying on that track. Um, so really well designed. Great gift shop once you come out as well. So and then it's just one of those, you know. You have the the tree of life, but it's almost like a secondary icon in that park with with how ominous it stands in the backside of that park. So it's just a really, really cool overall well-themed, well-thought-out, well-planned-out ride. Um, So number two for me is Expedition Everest. Uh, Peter, before you get to your number two, tell people where they can find you. Oh, this is early. (laughs) It is.
1: So uh, find me over on Facebook. If you type in Disney Travel Agent, I should come up pretty quickly. Um, officially, Princesses and the Mouse will really get you to me, and I would love to get talking to you. i uh, got got several people kind of dabbling and tiptoeing, but I would love to get some more people going for spring break trips. We are right now, today was the April the 1st. So um, in terms of 60 days out for dining, So really important if you're planning on going in April uh, and then obviously into the early summer, June, July, that you start that planning now so you're ready to go 60 days out. Although, you know what, I'll come back to this. I'll do my number two and then I'll tell you something crazy that happened to me today with uh, booking dining because I'm 60 days out for my trip. So uh, number two, I am going to jump over to Epcot and give it a little bit of love. We hung out in Hollywood Studios, then you went over to Animal Kingdom, love that you did that. I'm gonna jump to Epcot and give it a little bit of love. And there's two obvious clear thrill rides in Epcot, but I am actually gonna go for the new, the new show as opposed to uh, the old tried and true. Although, albeit it is the fastest ride in all of the parks, the other thrill ride over in Epcot. But I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. That ride is just absolutely thrilling to me. Um, I have now been on it over over 10 times through the use of virtual queuing and individual Lightning Lane purchases. I have spent more money than I care to try and total up to purchase uh, <laughs> ride queuing. If anything, I'm really excited about April because that should mean that the virtual queuing for Guardian should shut down when the virtual queuing for uh, Tron comes up. So it is just phenomenal. The most thrilling part of that ride, there's two of them, and the first one is the backward launch. That is just you're sitting there and you know it's coming and it's still just it's so fun and and it's such an amazing experience because right as you begin that backward launch, the song cues up and it's just it's just so much fun and what a great experience. Um, and then there's a part later on where you're kind of like circling the moon and and that there you just sort of like get these G-forces going. The whole time is just really fun. And uh, well maybe not as thrilling as others, just the whole experience just ups the thrill in my mind and just makes me like, I can't wait to do it more. So. Uh, that is my number two over at the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind because I never officially said the title of the ride.
0: So, there you go. There you go. So what, what happened to you booking today?
1: Oh, I got Storybook Dining at Artist Point at 4.30 on our arrival day. Really? That Right. Like, What? Like a good during the early evening. Yeah, because our first day we're just checking in. And I was I was floored that I was, I was able to get it on the day of. And it wasn't even quick. I like went through the rest of my booking. And at around 6.30, a half hour after the dining had been open, I was like, oh, you know, it'd be fun to go to Artist Point. Oh, my God, it's available on the day we check in. How is it available the day we check in?
0: And it's characters and everything back, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, Snow White and the you got Dopey, Grumpy, Snow White, and the Evil Queen. Dusty yeah. um, and I ate there last year at our anniversary. Kids haven't been there in three years. So I was like, hey, I'm going to book this stinking thing. There you
0: go. There you go. So let's go ahead and go to our number one. Like I said in the opener, if you've got one that you think should be in the top three that we did not mention, put it down in the comments. Let us know. Um, we love to get the, the feedback and that interaction with our viewers. Um, so my number one, probably Peter's number one as well, is going to be Avatar Flight of Passage. I'm prepared for a second
1: one. If you didn't do that, I was going to do that. <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> it's just so good. It is. So um, based on the, the, the movie Avatar, you basically get linked to an avatar through this ride vehicle and it makes you feel like you're flying on the back of a banshee so um huge projector technology in front of you kind of gives you that um that feeling of flight and then to top it off the ride vehicle actually has a diaphragm that expands and contracts so it feels like It's actually breathing between your legs. It's just the craziest thing in the world. Um, 3D ride. So if the 3D stuff kind of triggers any motion sickness or anything like that, be aware of that. But just great. And that whole area is just so fantastically themed. and, And just, you know, with the floating mountains and then going into the cave system. And then everything that they've done with the ruins of... The mining industry and then the lab there's just so much in that ride that is a ride that if you have the time to spend in the queue spend the time in the queue because you do miss quite a bit if you do the lightning lane on it Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah the queue is visually stunning and like you said matt the 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 lightning lane queue just basically takes you up steel hallways yeah and the actual queue winds through the floating mountains, past waterfalls, over bridges, through caverns into like you said some of the RDM areas. I mean, and then some of the RDM areas are like being slowly taken back over by nature. I yeah, it is it is and you're right. One of my favorite moments on that ride is when you're in the cave and the pink flowers are luminescing. Not even flowers, like pink. I don't. Funky, whatever they are. Yeah. They're like they're starting to luminesce, and it's kind of like the pools are lo- bioluminescing, and you can feel the banshee catching its breath from the very exciting
0: interaction that it just had. I, like wow. Yeah. It, it's it's an unbelievable ride, and they're I'm like, surprised. I'm surprised they haven't used that technology in other places to, to come up with a different ride?
1: To be fair, I'm glad they haven't because I personally, this is just me and this could be a hot take and it could be a controversial topic, but putting Rat Ratatouille in almost immediately after Rise of the Resistance has completely, and then Minnie's Runaway Railway has completely sullied all three of those individual experiences because it's the same ride experience across all three of them and this is this is in my mind i understand the track is different and the scenery is different and i know that rise of the resistance does the little drop ship thing and the other ones don't do that but ultimately i'm boarding a trackless vehicle system and working my way through various scenes and like all three of them are great rides but the fact that they they grabbed that technology, and they were like, sweet, we got this new technology. Blah, 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 blah. And just, like, chucked it on <laughs> all these rides. I don't know. It just it just kind of watered it down for me.
0: Well, and it, it also, you know, it doesn't help that, like, is a clone of the ride that's in the Paris Park. You know, the two Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railways are very close. They're not exactly the same. It's um that, yeah. that it, it, there's a 40 second difference in ride time which doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a lot but it's different in some in some form they it, what i've heard it's very very subtle differences yeah. but and then rise rises rise is rises rise is more yes there is that trackless vehicle part of that ride but there are four other pieces of that experience that yes. are absolutely spectacular. For sure. And and the fact that
1: Rise starts when you first sort. Yeah. Right.
0: Like
1: you are in an immersive experience for a solid twenty five minutes, and that's if they're going and that's if they're going fast.
0: Yeah. All right. So, so let's go over to your number one.
1: Okay, so because you took flight of passage, I am going to go out on a limb. Are you ready? I am going to tell you preemptively, I will confirm on April 6th. That Tron light cycle coaster is one of the top three thrill rides in Walt Disney World. I am, I, am ready. I, I am 100% convinced that that ride is going to be an absolute thrill from the launch to the systems, to the dark, to the in and out of the tunnels, to just the neon everywhere following along with the Tron theme the fact that you're going to be down riding on the light cycles that are featured in those films, like yes, hot take. I understand that we're two months premature, literally (laughs) two months. It's 64 days, but I am going out on a limb right now on January 31st, telling you that Tron light cycle coaster is going to be 100% in the top three list. Honorable mention to test track, the one that I was referring to with my number two, that is currently a top thrill ride, but I think that light cycle coaster is going to supplant other things that are going on there. Now my true number, my true top three would definitely include Flight of Passage if I was just making my own list. Yeah, are you that? So let's go somewhere else. I'm going to tell you that starting in April, you are going to make it a point to ride light cycle coaster if you are a thrill seeker at Walt Disney World. And arguably it will be the only, with maybe like you can tell me big thunder mountain is thrilling and i'll go okay sure it is yeah five lifters thrilling okay <laughs> <Like, laughs> um yeah so like i get that but i think that tron like a light cycle coaster will be the only true thrill ride i know space mountains there but man that thing is just jostling and i don't know if it's thrilling more than it is terrifying for somebody over six feet tall
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, those
1: you know, <laughs> beams are close to my head, and I'm not even all
0: that tall. All right, Peter. Another great top three episode again. If you want to interact with us, website's down below right now, but PATM, Disney forward slash planning. You can check us out there. um Thank you for joining us for another great top three episode. Thanks for listening. Remember to join in on the fun by posting your top three in the comments below and by submitting your categories on our website at patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Have a good week. Bye now.